Hey everyone, this is your host, Chris Chief and Blurred's Eye View. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here, let me explain. First, it's free. You definitely can't beat that. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Uh, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here to so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name is Super Black. Uh, imagine that, a future that's super black. Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact. What would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack. Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black. Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back. Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact. As I encounter evils the world face, demons the world makes. I needed the world to stay. Rest in peace with Chadwick, they killed all the Black Panthers Told us white lies, I still marvel at Black answers Suits in D.C., pray it lead to a civil war It ain't no Justice League, what's the need to be civil for? Propelled like the juggernaut, there ain't no stopping this The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care But if you need me, put your fist up in the air Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Thank you for watching Blurred's Eye View. And if you haven't already, hit that notification bell on the YouTube channel so you can listen. Or, you know it, or you can listen to us while you're in your car or at work, like you're really at work. Your <laughs> <laughs> podcast uh, with me is my very queen of memes. Can't be. <laughs> it's like that. I'm yeah. trying to do better. I have to go to a rehab facility this weekend for my <laughs> meme addiction. Um, it's bad. I don't think I go a day without posting like 12,000 wow. memes. It's a problem. Uh, I think I told uh, Malachi Bailey, who's a guest on a previous show or past show, uh, I said, I think between you, me, him, and a friend of his in Vampy Snow, who was also a past guest. Uh, we might need to be checked in because we put up some really yeah yeah well you're awful you're just now starting to join the awful meme posting club I've seen some of the shit posting you're doing I'm like 
What could he caught the virus? He caught it. <laughs> he caught He's virus. infected. It's a, this, that's the real T virus. It's the meme virus. That's the real T virus. Oh, we have a special guest with us tonight, Mr. H.B. Gibson. He's going to talk about thank his you. Voice Yay! See, DC is not here with the with the soundboard. So I got to make the noise. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about his career. Yes, and what exactly. He has. <laughs> yeah, right. Gibson. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be talking about his career. we'll be talking about his career and the project he has going right now uh, but you. first what has everybody been up to this past week uh besides holding in gas um <laughs> <laughs> hey i have to share this because i would not be Please here if do. i didn't i, I wouldn't have done it share. i, I would have done it but so we're in a we're now. in a group chat because you know we got to handle all blurred's eye view business and i log in early and <laughs> before i go to the gym i don't i'm like lactose so i gotta be careful anyway so i had to have something with cheese in it because i'm just like or dairy period i'm like what is going on and before i knew it it just like this fart came out of me, right? And I was like, yo. Yeah, and it was like, it was what made it so bad. It was like when I was bending down to put my shoe on to go to the gym. And I was like, oh. like, oh. like it happened in front of people. And then I look at my my laptop because it was already up and ready. And I was like, I texted the guys in the group chat. I said, I really hope I had my mic muted because what just came out of me could have cleared it for us. And I hope that y'all didn't hear that. <laughs> It's the fuck game. We're, 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 yeah. we're, we're not that. We're not. We're not at that stage of the working business relationship. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god. It's that no. game you play. It, it, it was, it was <laughs> but no, I've actually been trying to. Um, uh, I told you guys last time. I'm tying up loose ends. I'm going to have an adult prom next year, so everybody's invited until I'm at capacity. And so I've been um, getting together stuff for that because I really want to get into event planning and I have an idea for a con that I think I'll be able to pull off as well. Nice. So it's just all type of stuff I'm thinking about because the name of the game is just getting out of my regular nine to five and doing, you know, what I feel like doing because I just don't want to go to my deathbed like I wish I had have done that or I wish I had have done that and playing it too safe. So I'm like. I'm not about that life next year. So I've been doing that and then trying to plan my Black Fay Day cosplay looks. Ooh. I'm trying to get that together in advance because I want right. to do an actual photo shoot this time. Nice. So I'm trying to trying to figure that out. But I normally plan for like cons and photo shoots months in advance. So if I can figure all that stuff out before January, that would help make the the year go a lot smoother. All right. So that's been my week. That's what I'm hyper-focused on. Yeah. HB, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? uh, Okay, the past uh, week, I mean, two weeks, one week or two weeks? Because it's been a lot going on. Two weeks. Okay, so so the past two weeks, I've been doing a lot of uh, auditioning for, you know, know, doing, you know, the voiceover thing. Um, And also, I finally, me and my two idiot Android Marines finally extracted Timothy Honaker from out the facility. And I'm, I'm talking about Aliens uh, uh, Fireteam Elite, the game. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finally got him out of there, finally. But um, no, no, not not really a, a whole lot. Uh, you know, you know, a lot of movie watching, but I'm, I'm quite sure we're going to be talking about one of those films. Oh, yeah. Yes, that, yes. That, that I enjoyed very, very much. And I also saw... One Piece, right? yeah all all this in a week (laughs) and i also saw probably the most moving and most moody 
Batman animated film I've ever watched. And uh, it, it came in two parts. Uh, it was, it oh, was, the long it was Halloween. Batman, the long Halloween, but the Batman long Halloween part two. I'm watching, me and my fiance are watching like, oh my <laughs> God. They did a hell of a job with that. The voice shout acting was Jensen, primo. Yeah, shout out to Jensen Ackles, who uh, is actually the voice for, for Batman, who is uh, yes. is actually a fan favorite of mine because uh, he played Red Hood. He actually did the voice of Red Hood in Under the Red Hood. Yeah, and after that were... one, I cannot. After that one, I'm I still am traumatized from that film. So I'm like, oh I just yeah. I can't really it really stuff. hurt my heart that I'm like, I don't oh, want to watch man. stuff like this anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I want happy. <laughs> just, like, I can't watch Flashpoint anymore. I can't watch the animated Flashpoint anymore. It's I can't. Horrible. Oh that animated Flashpoint was the one where you said I was like, oh, we're doing this now. Okay. <laughs> when you realize, oh, this is for the grown grown. Okay, yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. not playing. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was. It was literally some oh shit moments, and I. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, I, I, like, I mean, I have the disc there, and I'm looking at it. I look. I'm like, I'm looking at, literally looking at the DVD DVD cover, and I'm like, I'm looking at the DVD cover, and I'm going, you know, I'm never going to watch you again. So why are you? Why are you there? Why? Because <laughs> it, it was hurtful. That hurtful. Yeah. It was. It is. It some stuff be, is just the one some, and done. Some things mm-hmm. like straight to the face things. I'm just like, yes. Oh, didn't see that. And coming. then what I still wasn't will never. What I, I never therapy. forgive them for. That's what I felt like after Under the Red Hood. I need therapy because what they didn't yeah. have to do at the ending was edit him in talking about this is just going to be the best day of my life. I didn't need that shit. <laughs> it was already a lot. And I did not need the flashback when he just knew this was the beginning of the best. Like, <laughs> right. They were so wrong. On his hand. I'm like, what yeah. psycho was going through a bad breakup or yeah. who just pissed in his Cheerios to where he was like, this is how we end this film. Hated oh, wow. it. Hated it. Hated it. Oh my God. It it, it has oh, that. No. It, I will give it to him though. WB has some WB and DC has some amazing animated films. They no, they'll, they'll be undefeated in my book with that. Consistently. Consistently. Absolutely. Even, even yeah. when you don't, even when you're used to a certain formula that they have and they do something else and it's still very well done, you're just like, right. oh, mm-hmm. I'm not even mad at that because you know they they've tried something different and it worked for them. So you know, right. you know, please keep doing great stuff like that. Just give us like a forewarning or something, <laughs> for oh, sh- not further traumatize the viewers from this day forward. So, oh god, they sneak uh, you with it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah they do. just when you think you're just watching a movie and like, I just want to see the fight scenes. It's like, why am I crying? Why am I? Why am I emotional? You're, you're rocking mm-hmm. in your chair. You're just. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. Yeah, lying to yourself. Lying to yourself, right? Calling off work. There's a death in the family. Best superhero fights. Best superhero fights, and I was very impressed with 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 the Catwoman versus um Ivy in the beginning. That was wow, wow. That was amazing. uh, I like that. Naya Riviera. That was her last. That was her last. Oh man! That was her last. Go again, emotional. I forgot all about that. Yes. Very last performance. Mm. Um, I recently watched on Disney Plus uh, Assembled, and they, mm. what it is is just like a uh, it's about five episodes, and they're talking about all the shows that they've uh, dropped so far. You know, they talk about Falcon Winter Soldier, mm. WandaVision, Loki. Yeah. Uh, so I watched the one they were talking about. What if? Mm. 
and you know damned my eyes uh talk about needing <laughs> therapy because you know once they start talking about all the episodes they have to talk about t'challa oh. you know <laughs> and they talk about chadwick boseman and they talk about how well he was so excited to do this role. just so excited to do this because it was something yeah. different because if you really think about the role he was playing he never got a chance to really and like the character the character right. never got it really got a, got a chance to kind of develop because he went from stopping the person who murdered his father to mm. saving his own kingdom to coming back right. from the dead to you know so he never got a chance to get that true character build and now here mm. you are you have this character where he's a better Star Lord than Star Lord, as a lot of people mm. have said. Definitely <laughs> more, more charismatic. But that, I mean, with that voice, yeah. I just, I can't. It's yeah. the accent hearing, hearing, hearing Jeffrey Wright say, he was just like, it was the voice for me. I'm like, dude. It's the voice for yes. me every time. Yes. I'm like, what is going yes. on? Like, it's, it's a thing. Like, some people yeah. just have it. And Chadwick had it, mm. no matter who he played. Yeah, He right. just had right. it. Mm -hmm. Um, before we, you know, we have a little blurred news. Uh, two of the pieces is going to be talked about, but this one here, this is the gift that just seems to keep on giving, even though you don't want it. Uh, <laughs> the worst kept secret in Hollywood just keeps <laughs> getting worse. Um, <laughs> so this is the official poster for Spider Man No Way Home, and as you can see, uh, for those who don't watch it or don't see it, check it out on the YouTube channel. But you have the poster where, where Peter's facing off with tentacles from Doc Ock. You see lightning bolt in the background, so that's Electro. Right. And off into the distance, you do see Green Goblin. So we do mm. get the Tobey Maguire version of Green Goblin from what it looks like. And then mm. the sand cloud or the sand swirls, which is obviously Sandman. Now, mm. what a lot of people have also been saying is... Oh, that's Ultron in the in in the in the debris there, and I'm like, okay, stop, people. We're not. Doing I know this. you fucking lying. <laughs> We're not doing. If they this. <laughs> if they do that, I'm going to be weak. Do you hear me? They yeah, better not. I was like, I'm like, look, people. We're not doing this. That's mad unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, this this theory blown. I'm like, you, as many people's minds were blown. Rug pulled out from under him after watching WandaVision and Loki. Mm. I'm yeah. like, no, you don't know everything. Leave it alone. Just let it happen. Let it happen naturally. And Sony, stay in your fucking bag. Quit letting shit leak. I don't know <laughs> what the hell is wrong with these people. Kevin Feige is lit. I wish I'd have grabbed some of the memes that they had of Kevin Feige. Because there was a leak, <laughs> a supposed leak yesterday. Um, One leak had Aunt May, Peter, uh, Happy, and Charlie Cox. Mm. At the table now. For those who don't know who Charlie Cox is, Charlie yeah. Cox, shut up, hey. like confirmed, confirmed. I'm gonna cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's mm. like Daredevil is sitting at the table, you know, or wow. Matt Burnock. Matt and Burnock he, is sitting he at the table. kept tweeting and acting like he didn't know what people were talking about. <laughs> they I gotta like, do it these days. They have to do it now. I'm like, sir, we have been to <laughs> at least me because to this day, to this day, I have still not watched the final season of Daredevil because my heart hurt. Hearing that show got canceled because I fucking loved it so much. Oh, well, people, so, yeah. people were yeah. having their if he's crossed. in it, they better they better get this man and that crew together mm -hmm. and and give us some more. Yes. Like they're not doing anything. Right. And then the other picture that was leaked was a literal. I, I, this is why I never shared it. I never shared it because I'm like I'm not gonna go in that pool. 
but the, <laughs> the other photo that was leaked along with that one was a supposed Photoshop picture. Not really sure. I didn't want to dig to find out, <sighs> but it's of Toby, Andrew Garfield, yeah. and Tom Holland, all in Saw their different that. perspective suits. And I'm just like, okay, if it is, great. But can we not leak this Well, right that now? one's not so bad <laughs> because a lot of people anticipated or wanted that anyway. It right. would definitely be, especially after the trailer, because mm. I'm like, if Doc Ock is like, hey, hello, Peter, I'm thinking, oh, you talking to Totally. Our original Peter, like yeah, our OG right, Peter, because right, right. yeah. you don't know this one, so that doesn't make sense to me. So, oh, I mean, or it could not be that, but I think a lot of us are expecting that. The Charlie Cox thing is definitely more of a shocker to me if that's like legit. I am very, very excited about that. Yeah, the memes that they had of Kevin Feige, like having sniper rifles and <laughs> putting out John Wick type contracts on. Yes, Sony. John Wick. <laughs> That is interesting that it happens with them. And then uh, speaking of John Wick, because Keanu has huge movies coming out um, and there's not really these kind of same leaks. So I'm like, get whoever's working with Keanu on your squad because they keep quiet. Don't shit leak. Look, they all they the last the only thing they've lit off recently, they just lit off the the title of the movie was which is John Wick for Hakura Hakuga or something like that. Mm. And that's all they lit, and they lit that off on purpose. They was like, hey, we're done filming. This is what the next film is. Mm. The only thing you've seen from the set was Keanu carrying stunt people bags and stuff up some stairs. Like, he's helping the crew break down. That's the type of dude he is. Oh, Ke- Keanu, let Keanu me meet like, Keanu Reeves. Like, this dude like, is the one. <laughs> yeah, just, just down to earth and just, you know, cares about everybody and is just, just part of it, doesn't let the Hollywood thing get to him and just, he's just down, you know? Yeah, I, yeah. you know, I never, and I hope to never hear a bad thing about Keanu, mm-hmm. but he's just, like you said, he's just like this down to earth dude. He's yeah. all about business, you know, he treats the cast like, yo, y'all did such a great job. Here are some ten thousand dollar Rolexes. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Hell's like, like we should. We need to take you to this expensive restaurant. Oh no, that's all mm. right. Let's go have some ramen down the street. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Love it. <laughs> I'm cool. All right. So uh, before we get to our main topic, we're going to talk to HB about his stuff. Uh, we are going to look at a quick clip of yours Uh oh oh yeah (laughs) Uh oh okay it's so from only fans it'll be it's the only fans clip it'll be quick it's the only fans clip you're good you're good don't don't tell the fiance all right (laughs) the one of his elbows Cold, cold, cold. Seven years out the game. What have you been doing with yourself? No, wait, I know. You're in a new line of business. Protection. You heard about that. What makes you think that I wouldn't hear about it? So... How much will it take for you to bring the congressman to me? Hey, yo, yo, man, what's up, man? 
hey, I'm just patting you down. You got nothing to worry about if you got nothing to worry about. You get me, Wood? Yo, you're like, get off me, man. Back off, yo. Cool. You're righteous. That's a foul shit, dude. Hey, listen, watch yourself now, Wood. Don't be serving sideways. Will you feel me all over like that? It's some sideways shit. It's for your own good. Man, I'm straight, man. On my skin. You know that. Just get in your back, amigo. Forget about it. I thought Shiar told you to only use that in case of emergencies. It is an emergency. Well, kind of. Well, I don't see any drones or explosions, so what's the emergency? It's not a global emergency. It's a personal emergency. But I need to know that I can trust you. You know, that's funny. You're the second person today to ask me. Wow. Right. All right. <laughs> no lie. I was expecting the last clip to go a different direction. <laughs> I said, "Oh, you were looking? You were thinking porn? You were thinking Pornhub? On page one seventy six. Yeah, that's page one seventy six on Pornhub. She said, a personal emergency. I know that's right. So, what's it like uh, being not just a voice actor because you have some work for that too, but uh, just being an actor? What will get you started in there? What would Put you in the frame of mind, like by the way, that the, that first clip that is so me right now. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, wow! So, yeah, that is so me, like just sitting back, very low voice, skull sitting in the room, uh, <laughs> thing of whiskey or something like that. <laughs> cold, cold, cold. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that role very, very well. That was my first villain role. Uh, but you know, when I first got started in acting, I've always wanted to act ever since I was a kid. But the problem was. Um, at that time, even as a child, I knew that there was something about acting that I wasn't getting up here. There was something, it was more than just, all I saw was people on stage and I saw people on screen and, you know, staying up and watching the late night television shows and everything and watching the actors talk about what they do. That's basically all I knew. I never knew the education and the, and the, and the, the technical aspects and, you know, uh, the foundations and everything of acting. So. I was kind of like nervous about that. It was like something like in the unknown. So instead of acting, I went, I got into music, you know, my mother had bought me a keyboard. So I was like, you know, banging out stuff on the keyboard, you know, messing with the guitar. I was never a disciplined musician, but uh, one day, <clears throat> uh, like, you know, fast forward into my thirties, uh, some friends of mine told me about a play that was going on in downtown Newark, uh, Newark, New Jersey, which is where, where I live right now, where I'm from, born and bred. Uh, there was a, a landmark theater in Newark, New Jersey, called the uh, uh, Newark Symphony Hall. And uh, a couple of friends of mine who are uh, a husband and wife gospel duo called God's Desire, a, uh, AJ and Marvin Jenkins, they, they knew about me, they knew about my personality, and they hooked me up with a, uh, a, a theater group called Phoenix Ensemble. And they were looking for someone to fill a role for a Christmas play called They Sing Christmas Up in Harlem, the Lennox Avenue Christmas Carol. So I went in there, auditioned, got the role. After that, that same uh, theater group put me in a production of a soldier's play. And I played the character of C.J. Memphis. And traditionally in that play, C.J. Memphis is usually casted as a very, very tall, dark skinned black man. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and I'm this <clears throat> rather not that tall, light skinned <laughs> black man. Uh, but the thing was, I'm that guy where and that's the one thing about acting that, that I, I seem to 
always be that guy that gets the job that nobody else wants. Because in that particular role, I had to sing and I had to play guitar. So I had to reintroduce myself to the guitar. I bought myself a guitar, an, uh, an acoustic guitar, uh, had to like do some quick blues uh, training, you know, bought me a, um, a CD and a DVD called the the uh, Rock House Method Blues Level One, where I learned, mm -hmm. you know, blues music and everything. And I learned all the blue, you know, did some research, you know, from, you know, like old blues uh, you know, artists and everything, and had to put that into the character because if you've ever seen the Soldier Story, which is what, which is the, the movie that was based on the play with Denzel Washington, right? Um, you know, there's a there's a character in there, C.J. Memphis, and he had a he had a guitar, and I played the guitar, I sang because everybody else was scared to, <laughs> so I went on, so I already went in there because I had some experience playing and, and singing and stuff like that, so you know that worked, and that led to a whole bunch of other plays. And then eventually I ran into a gentleman by the name of Nathan Ware. He was the first filmmaker that I've ever worked with. And we did a film called The Human Game. And if you saw that clip, uh, the one that the, the prisoner clip that was called The Yard. Yeah. And my uh, my, my scene, uh, my scene partner is uh, uh, Ed Vincent Burroughs. Big shout out to Ed Vincent Burroughs. If you're Vince, Ed Vincent Burroughs, if you're out there, big shout out to you. Um, he directed that film. And that led to me doing more films. And then I got to the point where I said, you know what, I'm doing all these films, but I never really got the education. I knew that I was getting to a certain level where I'm gonna be running into some professionals. So I need to know all the technical things about acting. So that was when I decided to go to New Jersey School of Dramatic Arts. I uh, didn't finish the entire thing, but that didn't stop me. I went on to do other stuff, then Body Jumpers, that came after being in a play with uh, Christopher Williams called um, uh, Tell Hell I Ain't Coming. That was on tour for about a week. We did uh, Connecticut. We did Rhode Island. We did upstate New York. So I was on stage with Christopher Williams. I'm talking mm -hmm. don't, I'm talking about Don't, don't Wake, wake me, me, I'm Dreaming. I'm Dreaming, Christopher Williams. <laughs> nice fella, good guy. Also singer Allison Williams was also in the play. Uh, comedian <laughs> Freddie Ricks, who's also an actor. You might have seen him in the first Shaft movie with, with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Right, um, right, right. Let's see. Then uh, after that, I, that was when I went to Body Jumpers and Body Jumpers was just a, a big thing to me because we also have comic books based on the series. And I have my mm -hmm. own one shot based on my character, Agent Darius. And it just went further and further and further up from there. And I just started doing films and web shows. And then one day I decided, you know, I would like to try voice acting when, I, when me and my fiance moved to Atlanta. Uh, while I was out there, she said, Harold, everybody's telling you you have such a nice voice. Go on ahead and do the voiceover thing. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But... So she went and bought me a microphone. <laughs> and I said, okay, you bought me the microphone. Let me get the other stuff. So I got the laptop. I got everything else. And um, unfortunately, we had a fire over in uh, in Atlanta. Our stuff didn't get burnt up. Thank God. We had a little bit of water damage. And I guess it was a way to, to me, it was just a way of God saying, go back up north. Take care of your mom. She had, he, she had uh, an ailing father at that time. So she didn't have to go back and forth to New York. So I built this wonderful studio in the house, uh, also doing YouTubing. I've been YouTubing for a while. I have a YouTube show called the H.B. Gibson uh, uh, Podcast, which is a podcast and video, and also have a geek-based show, just like Blurred's Eye View, called The X Zone, which mm -hmm. is also on YouTube. Um, it's kind of like in a long hiatus because I've been concentrating on this for so long. Right. And ever since <clears throat> I came back up, and this is just a little testimony I'm about to take you out of church now. Right? All right. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when, I, 
when I was in Atlanta and I wasn't really feeling that happy, I said, God, if I get a chance, if for some reason you ever allow me, I have to wind up going back up north. I will use my streaming capabilities, my knowledge of streaming. Uh, for my church so I can broadcast church on Facebook or wherever they want me to go. The only thing that I ask, Lord, is that you open up a door for me in voiceover. Well, when I got back up here, during, right after I got back here, three weeks after I transferred from my job in Atlanta to Newark, two weeks, COVID hit. And that was actually an opportunity for me to hone the skills, being at home, honing the skills. About, a, about like almost like a year into it, like once the doors of the church were actually open again, my pastor said, we would like for you to do streaming for the church. Now I'm doing everything with the graphics, putting the scripture on the screen and everything, you know, doing all the fancy schmancy thing, you know, fade in, fade out, okay. like, like, like a real professional, um, you know, ministry uh, uh, broadcast. Right. <clears throat> but And the moment I did that, I got an email from a fellow by the name of Jordan King from a, a, a gaming development uh, company called Torture Star Video. They said that, well, we heard a reel that you sent to Puppet Combo. Now, let me tell you something about Puppet Combo. Puppet Combo is an independent gaming company that specializes in retro style horror games. They took all the fun and all the warmth and all the wonder of games like Silent Hill, Resident Evil, and, and Siren, and they produced video games using those kinds of graphics, but uber, uh, yeah. uber, super gory and scary. <laughs> so, so there's, so they have a video game called um, uh, 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 Nun Massacre that people, I, I dare anybody to play that at night. I dare, and actually, I dare anybody <laughs> playing. No, um, I think um, I've seen a YouTuber play it because I'll watch <laughs> other people play the scary games. Yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> blood, uh, Bloodhouse, uh, Bloodhouse Massacre, or something like. That. Actually, they finally got that game up on um, on on PlayStation. I was like, all right, go ahead, Puppet Combo, Puppet Combo. That's what they do. And Jordan King from Torture Star Video, who's the developer, said that they listened to a reel that I sent to Puppet Combo and said, you know, we would really love for you to play the part of Officer Burton. I was like, and I almost didn't see the other part at the bottom. When I reviewed that email, they said that you're a character that that the player will take control of later on <laughs> in the game. I was like, I'm a playable character. What? <laughs> I thought I was just going to be one of the characters on the side that, that, that you know, just one of the characters that, that you know, just talk. Um, but come to find out that I'm actually a playable character. Uh, I couldn't wait for it to come on. Uh, what the moment it came out. When I saw Corey Kenshin played it, I was like, "Yes, that's who I watched play it." Corey, shout out to Corey that Kenshin because my Kenshin. son put me on his page, and we love that young black kid. I call anybody under thirty a kid, so we love that young black kid. But I was jumping out of my skin watching him play. Now I was shook. Like you don't understand. Like my son was over me screaming. But that is. Talk about a full circle moment. Look at me meeting somebody that was like, you know what? I love this. We, we, on, the, we, on, the, yeah, we on the right path. Come hey, on. We on the right path. We know what's going on. Come on, Black Jesus. And, and then and then the dude, I'm not going to say he's the dude of all dudes, but I, I was watching him before I watched Corey. Markiplier finally played it. Yeah. And I, and I was like, yeah. When my fiance told me, I, I, was, I was like, hon, Markiplier's playing it. She was like, yeah. <laughs> I love it's it. a it's amazing because this is like the first project that I've ever been a part of 
where literally millions of people have seen like, you know, a production that I was a part of. So it's like millions of people literally heard my voice. And I was just like, I, I as a matter of fact, I, I posted under, um, uh, uh, you know, a comment under, under the video for uh, Corey Kenshin that said, you know what? that it is an honor and a privilege and a blessing and never in my wildest dreams would I ever thought that I would be ever be voicing a video game and voicing a game that you would be playing. And I, I got so many kudos, so many pats on the back and everything. It just felt really, really good to finally do something that everybody, a whole lot of people have seen. Now the latest project, here it is. It's an audio drama. Anybody in out there that's into steampunk, all oh, right <laughs> there is uh a, a a graphic novel um there's a, there's a series of graphic novels by madeline holly rosing called the boston metaphysical society uh i was cast as thomas edison in an audio drama called the boston metaphysical society the ghost ship and that was a crazy story in itself because it, it features it, it, it's um it's alternate history because you have actual people that actually existed uh, in the books. It is almost like um like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen where you have okay, all these okay. different characters and everything. Uh, but these are based on people that actually existed. Um, I auditioned for the character of Granville T. Woods, who is an actual black inventor. He invented a telegraph where you would be where people would be able to communicate to each other on the on the train and he was sued by thomas edison because thomas edison thought that that was an infringement on his on his property because he did a telegraph as well but edison lost lost twice and then tried to hire granville and granville was like really <laughs> so but um i i auditioned for granville didn't get the part uh madeline uh sent me uh, an email and saying, well, you know what, you, there's other roles if you want to, uh, you know, audition for. So I started auditioning for all the smaller roles, all the ones with the one or two lines. And then just as a goof, I auditioned for Thomas Edison. Got the role for Thomas Edison. That's amazing. <laughs> and I was like, and because I had, because I had so much fun with the actors when we were doing the audition, um, there was a scene where it was myself and two other, two other actors. Uh, and, the the scene called for um uh thomas edison granville uh the hero is named samuel hunter and the heroine um caitlin uh, o'sullivan and i said well you know what i'll read for both granville and thomas edison because i thought for sure i was going to be granville <laughs> he's like hook and, line and sinker and they said and, mm. <laughs> not so much <laughs> yeah yeah un until we saw all the actors all in one zoom room and i'm like who's this brother <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was another a big shout out to Martin Davis because when I heard his voice as Granville, I was like, you know what? I would have chosen because okay? <laughs> it was really good. But when it we were doing your, host, scene, your whole host perspective on him and everything. Yeah, when we were doing the scene, um, I, 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 I never known for. I didn't think that Thomas Edison had an an English accent because he's from Jersey. But you figure like this is taking place in the eighteen hundreds when I started reading for him. My voice just started sounding like this. <laughs> Fell in uh, place. Yes. Oh, yes, Mr. Granville. It seems like I'm called on once again to clean up your mess. And then it just it, it just stuck like that. And that's how Edison sounds, because he's the, the character is a jerk. 
He's a he's a royal jerk. He's like a he's like a, a likable, unlikable villain, but not the villain. Right. Kaiba. Yeah. No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I had such a great time playing that character. The lines that come out of Thomas Edison's mouth are like, you it's either you want to laugh at him or you want to slap him. You know, so, <laughs> so that's what's currently going on. Um, it's it's up as a Kickstarter right now. Um, right now, if you want to listen to it, uh, you know, you you would have you would uh, have to do like do like a pledge. It's on Kickstarter. The the uh, the Boston Metaphysical Society, the Ghost Ship. In the future, we don't know if it's going to be released um, on Spotify or Audible or anything like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Madeline hasn't made any kind of decisions just like that just yet, and that's that's also in the frequent frequently asked questions. She is not sure exactly where she's going to place it, but it is. I have never worked with so many professional people. I almost felt out of place, Aww. but but they but they welcomed me with open arms. They loved how I sounded. Even the engineer said that my voice was delightful. I have never heard anybody say I had a delightful voice before. <laughs> so that that's where it is right now. I'm working on an audio book also. I'm not going to say the name of it just yet. Well, well, it's already up. It's uh, Echo Nova Delta. I don't know when it's going to be out. It's a sci-fi okay. book by Brian McMickle. And um, that's basically it. Just And just doing auditions right now. Oh, there is one project that is coming out around Christmas time. Okay. It's called Combat in the Grid. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. You've heard of, you're have you heard of that of project. Yes. This guy. Now, yes. the character that I'm playing, and that's all you're going to know. <laughs> so for those out there who don't know, Combat in the Grid is a it's a Power Rangers <laughs> type of fan film. Uh, mm -hmm. I had Brian K. Edits on. Brian, uh, Brian Edits 2.0. I had him on a couple weeks ago. So yeah, yeah. I I know some people that's attached to that project. So yeah. Uh, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk about the main part, the, our main topic, which is uh, representation in media after the uh, success of Eternals and The Harder They Fall on Netflix. We're going to be talking about how that represents people of color mm. in film, television, and going forward. So before that, we got a break. Running low on energy, long days, and even longer nights, tired of all the other energy drinks and bars promise you a lot and never delivering, need to make it through work, but want a product that can keep up with your busy lifestyle? Want no longer? Try Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls. The balls that are so smooth and with a load of nutrients and vitamins to really get you up and bouncing off the walls. Made with all natural ingredients and healthy junk to satisfy even the pickiest eater. Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls are sold everywhere where you buy your junk. And now for those who want that extra kick in the butt, come Chef's Heavy Duty Chocolate Salty Balls with 120% more caffeine than the leading brand. Disclaimer, this product has not been approved by the FDA or World Health Association. Warning, this product is not intended for consumption by children, elderly people, or women who are pregnant, or may become pregnant. You might even get pregnant. <laughs> HB's in the background. Don't support his bullshit. I'm tired of it. I want better for us. 
Oh, oh wait, 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 Candy B, wait till you get me uh, DC's uh, Jamaican Irish uh, uh, character. Wait till, wait till we get that one on the ground. Child, that, I told you, I'm putting my two weeks. I'm done. <laughs> it's been lovely. So you should go off a of voice. You should go off a of voiceover. Seriously. Oh, sure. I'm already on. I'm already on it. Already oh, okay, okay cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. So this past weekend, since Thursday, we actually Thursday. Two things dropped. Uh, Netflix dropped The Harder They Fall, starring Regina King, Idris Elba, screw it, all of Black Hollywood, and <laughs> and, and Marvel released The Eternals, uh, which was a, a very eclectic cast of unknown characters, for the most part, amongst the general public. But we're going to start with The Harder They Fall. Um, mm-hmm. This movie here, I can't say enough good about it. Um there let's first off these characters that they played are real they mm-hmm. say that in the very beginning of the film That's however right. the event is in itself is fake mm-hmm. uh so now now <laughs> roof alternate the, the history roof is but, yes yeah the roof right. is butt gang the, the roof is butt gang they were ruthless like mm. Nothing like what you've seen in the film. Uh, <laughs> it were worse. Uh, you know, then you had Zazie Beats who played uh, Stagecoach Mary, who I had known about for a couple of years now. Nat Love, who I actually learned about in Black History back in high school. Uh, Cherokee Beale, who I actually heard about, who was played by Lakeith Stanfield. Shout out to Lakeith Stanfield, number one. Mm. Um, This brother, the whole cast, really, you know, brilliant. playing these roles, brilliant roles. Delroy Lindo playing Bass Reeves for those who do not know. You're going to find out tonight because if you know who the Lone Ranger is and any of those heroes that you used to hear about in, in Cowboy World and everything in the Old West, mm-hmm. that came from Bass Reeves. Right. That was Bass Reeves. So basically the template of the Lone Ranger is Bass Reeves. Yeah. You know, and what that's what a lot of people don't seem to understand <laughs> like yo we were <laughs> we were out there Woo, we were out there That's you right. know it, it, these was these was this was just a great film it was it was magnificent i mean anytime you see such a large wonderful production featuring our people uh, in in these no joke roles i am happy I'm I love, so happy that the representation was just solid. Loved yeah. it. There's a scene, and I didn't grab the clip, but there's a scene. There's a scene. There's a, it's mm. the train scene oh. where Regina, where Regina and Lakeith are standing. They're walking by the train. Pay attention to the train because <laughs> the train says C. A. Bozeman, Chadwick Aaron Bozeman. They then gave the man mm. a drop. Again, like this, this that's how much of a mark this brother left. Mm-hmm. Like, let's put him in the film. Mm-hmm. Good lord. Um, Candy B, what do you think? I loved it. I watched it more than once. Um, and what's interesting, and I I say this not that I have anything against people that are bi or anything, I know I'm not bi, but I know I am extremely attracted to Regina. But this was a role where had me like, I like you, but I am also very afraid of you. And the same thing was going for Idris, because I think any lady hears Idris and we're like, 
I'm watching. I'm there. What are you talking about? <laughs> and this was the first role where I was just like not looking at him like, take me, daddy. I was like, I want you to die, but I'm also very attracted to you. <laughs> so I'm very confused. So I think that's just a testament to the roles that they play because they, they they're so multifaceted especially regina she she has played mm. so much shit from two to seven on she has just killed yes. everything she's ever been in small yeah. yes. or a main character she just commits she just gets it right. how she can turn stuff on and off even as an actress i don't even understand because to me I've seen her really embody roles. Don't get me wrong. But this was the first role right. where, in my opinion, this looked effortless. I'm like, I don't know what type of woman you have in you that brought this out. <laughs> but this was like some Viola Davis, Angela Bassett yes, yes. type shit where I'm like, mm -hmm. girl, you a bad one for this because I'm mm -hmm. bugging. So I loved her. I appreciated the set design more than ever because I pay attention to that yes. more ever since I got to do more background work in little movies. Her, I've been trying bar, to put my stuff out mm -hmm. there. Her saloon. So I'm paying attention to everything. Mm. I paid attention to how the white town was all white, how they go back to the mm. black town and everything is colored for the colors. I'm looking at the buttons. I'm looking at the vest. I'm looking at how the men are tailored, um, mm. which is interesting really because were. for a gang, I'm like, y'all, I'm going to call y'all ranch because y'all was dressing. For a gang, y'all really had y'all shit together mm. um, I I just, I love the film. I love I, the dialogue. I the daggone crushed velvet Jackie Killing Diana. it, I'm like, yeah. even um, and I would say, and I don't know what it is about this brother either, but it's just he's, it's just so magnetic. Anytime Lakeith is on the screen, it's like there is something about you, and you are amongst some top. Like everybody was on their A game, nobody was lacking. Yeah. Let me say no, that. Yeah, no, yeah. But I'm like between you <clears throat> and the little lady that ain't want to wear that skirt. I'm like y'all two were really <laughs> on some like raw power stuff like every time you can even the dialogue because of course we know the actors aren't writing but i'm like how right. you delivered your dialogue lakeith like come on when he was talking to people on the train and trudy wasn't playing either like we will fucking <laughs> kill your son don't don't play with me like i literally yes. want more of that mm -hmm. i'm the, and the movie was so good where i'm like if you decided to go for the gusto in part to us because I already knew old girl didn't die. Uh, mm. If you decide to give us a part two because Trudy's still living, spoiler alert for those who ain't seen it. Um, <laughs> cool. If you don't and you just leave it as is, I'm okay with that too. And another shout out that I will give, although oh. I do understand that um, some people online are not happy about Stagecoach Mary's casting because they're like, why didn't we get a dark woman? Because mm. we're, there's always this lighter skin, racially ambiguous love interest and stuff like that. And we get it. And I'm typically like, as I always say, as an undeniably black woman, I'm always on that trope too. Like, hey, give mm. us, give me a brown girl. No offense to the Zendaya looking women, but we, we get that all the time. We want to see more of us, more Angela's, more Viola's, more of that. But I wasn't mad at this casting choice. I was not mad at the chemistry between her and Jonathan because I loved it. Um, and I love also that they let the women fight. I like some Ooh. Kill Bill violence. I like that they both, as soon as she went in that fucking barn, mm. I said, they are going to brawl. This is not going to be a shootout. <laughs> They're going to let them fight. And when they got to fight, I almost stood up on my couch. I was like, fuck each other up. I wanted to <laughs> see a fight. I like that she grabbed her knife and said, let's go. I'm like, you better fight a knife. I had just got done talking about how I'll fight a knife. So to mm. see <laughs> them fighting like that, I was like, see, 
people can fight a knife. This is real shit out here. So I really liked it. I like to pay attention to the choreography of fight scenes. So I like, I like all that stuff in movies now. So they did top tier. This was a plus anybody saying anything less. You just don't like to see black people. (laughs) There was some some major references in there too. Like, like from Malcolm X when she did this. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. That scene when she did, I was just like, I know uh, where I see that. <laughs> I don't know I it, where I, I see that, and Michael I don't know Max. if uh, I don't know if uh, they were doing a, a, like a, a a reference to uh, Zazie Beetz' role in Deadpool, but she had the thing around her eye. I oh, think yeah. that too, and I love that. I was like, okay, and then part of me thought for a second, I was like, maybe you're doing that because before I thought about Deadpool, I thought about Black Panther. And I thought about all the beautiful tribal makeup that they were wearing in Black Panther. And I said, you know what? Again, since we were literally stripped away from that, I love the idea of we're doing our traditional homeland face paint, but I'm also a cowgirl. I'm also a bandit. Like, I love that. I really did. And I love that um, she was running her saloon. They wasn't taking no shit. Guns at the door. We said what we said. (laughs) I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed all of that way too much, but mm-hmm. um, what did he say? A lot of good, he bad, and the ugly. Men too, yeah. You should be different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That even, and that's a testament too to him as a, a good actor because I wasn't expecting the moments his character had that made me be like, "Damn, I liked you," even though I knew you were going to have to die too. Like I'd already called out who was going to die because uh, mm-hmm. it just made sense for some of the characters, especially if someone's too like smart mouth. It's like. You gotta go. Uh, you I, I, shoot, to. I shoot people in the mouth who talk too much, and I'm like, Well, damn, and, really? yeah. I was like, Okay, foreshadow. I was like, Well, there's he, that. He, he didn't lie, uh, <laughs> it was still messed up how he did it. And yeah. I love that she told him, Hey, he was faster after yeah, yeah. after getting him back. Mm-hmm. I loved that moment. I even love how he bled out and they had the the pumping of how your heart yeah, goes when the yeah. blood. Mm-hmm. I pay yeah, attention yeah. to all that stuff. Like, if you're ever really interested in movies and sets, um. And I think a lot of people can do this because we're in little old Cleveland. So I know yeah. other cities can do this. Go and be a uh, background extra or something and just oh, pay yeah. attention to stuff. It is so fun. It is so interesting to see all that goes into a film. And we just get to sit back and enjoy it. But I was tired as an extra. I cannot mm-hmm. imagine being somebody like Taraji P. Henson, who gives her all when she's acting, right? And then having to be like, cut do that two more times honey yeah. no <laughs> uh, absolutely a, a little footnote about the background acting speaking of regina king um if anybody's interested if it's still up on netflix check out a little series called seven seconds mm-hmm. the very very oh, yeah. last yeah. episode yeah. the very very last episode in that courtroom look really really hard you're gonna see a very very familiar bald head <laughs> in the in the uh, in the seats in the in the you know in the seats in the in the court so you know just you know just just and, and pause it like right there <laughs> i love no, that no, you no, found no, yourself seriously, seriously? <laughs> yes i found myself he i found him, himself right he found himself <laughs> I gave so he up. Came, came on the <laughs> view and he's found himself. He knows That's, who he he's, is. he's made a hole. Okay, completely. This is what we do here. Yeah. But, but I, she's a nice know, person in real life. She is really a, a, a nice person in real life. So I know, believe I, it. I, just I, seeing her yeah. promote the film, mm-hmm. I was just mm-hmm. like, 
oh my gosh, I love you so much, but I'm still afraid of the treacherous Trudy within you because, girl, you had me, she had me shook. I don't be afraid of a lot of female characters on screen because a lot of them don't read authentic. But when our sisters get up there, there is always this element of, I'm not fucking playing with you. And you I go. love, and I love that. There were so terrifying. many, there were so many pieces in this film that I love. One, they never let the N word slip, not once. Mm hmm. And they said mm -hmm. we, we don't we don't have to rely on that. Like they literally took this film's like even with the Rufus Buck gang, you knew that they were bad. But once they got to Redwood, you're just like, yo, they're doing stuff for a reason. Mm -hmm. Little brutal in its in its execution. Mm -hmm. But I get it. I get it's it. It's almost now. like the devil, you know, because it was like either you were gonna have some people of color do this to you, or some white folks were gonna do it. So, right. well, who you want to do this? Because right. I definitely would have preferred them. And I appreciate the fact that Rufus is like, um, when you're talking too much, you gotta go because you already an enemy <laughs> in the making. So, what's your name? Oh, I. <laughs> what's your name, James? <laughs> Rest in peace, James. That uh, was. That was <laughs> But he I was do, not I do, playing. Yeah, I do love like like Candy B said. I like I'm paying attention to the costumes, the set pieces. Trudy's saloon was. I wanted to be at the saloon. I'm just yeah. like, gorgeous. Wasn't yeah. it gorgeous? Amazing. And that and that dancer, whoever she is, I meant to stalk her on Instagram. I'm like, I know you got an IG girl. <laughs> the blue paint and everything. I was like, that was a beautiful introduction to him in this club. Like that whole, I don't know if that was one take or how they went about that, but she did her damn thing. That was it really, was, really beautiful. Like the vibe, like the vibe from Stagecoach Mary's saloon, which wasn't bad. But then you mm -hmm. see how Trudy's saloon was. It actually had a little more. It was a little more laid back, really. It was I would say little... Trudy's Saloon definitely seemed like it was more refined. Although they are <laughs> outlaws, I think these are outlaws that were like, um, we're bougie outlaws, so we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have some top shelf liquor, we're gonna have some real dancers. You mm. know, a uh, Mary Salon, you go to a saloon, you go to when you know you ain't got it like that, you got a couple of couple coins on you, and you just trying to have you know <laughs> one beer and a good time, and that's just gonna be that that place you again, go to. And again, it's Trudy Saloon. Well, like Trudy don't play. And stagecoach Mary didn't play, so that's they definitely right. not playing. <laughs> they didn't and play. I appreciate the bit of um, feminist bite back on. Yes, I know you're not telling me to go talk to my boss. Who are you talking to? <laughs> and then like that must say, uh, it, I'm speaking. I'm speaking right. Like she hard of hearing. I'm like, I, and I'm in that moment. I'm afraid for him because I'm like, you know, she crazy, right? <laughs> right. You know, she crazy. Like, so y'all might want right? to. I'm talking English. Y'all might want to <laughs> chill with that. Just chill. But I'd. The casting is really what made that that movie. Everything else I mentioned, I love between the casting, the chemistry that everybody had, and the motherfucking soundtrack. Yes, I was just yes. like what is yes. happening right yes. now yes. with this soundtrack? Every so single I song is, I heard was a hit. I think it's James Samuel who was the director, and he's he was talk he's been talking about it because I was listening in on a Twitter call that he did. You know, Twitter has these rooms like. Uh, I can't remember like the other they basically listen in on call. So it was him, Jay-Z, Regina King, a couple people from Netflix. And he was talking about like, you know, getting Barrington Levy in here, getting CeeLo Green in here, you know, getting yeah. he's like because yeah. he's the he's like the what what we know as a Western song really mm -hmm. isn't a Western song, it's more like European and all this other stuff is right, right. rooted in some other something else. He said, This is a totally different vibe. And I'm like, you know what? I get it because, like you said, Candy, what we were stripped from. Mm. And 
that's what that that's what this music was reflecting you know right our jamaican roots our african roots you know where we you know our haitian roots everything indian our indian our native american roots all that stuff reflects right yeah. here yeah and i i that thing's been on com- constant repeat for me since thursday there's and always I, something there's always something about um uh reggae and what it like if you go back to uh to some reggae music videos if i recall correctly some of them had a western theme to it i'm trying to think right. of a, a one particular music video that it was uh you know all the characters and everything were they, they were cowboys and it was a there was a reggae song playing with it for some reason reggae and western somehow it's a blend it's a I, I wouldn't like blend. i wouldn't you know? be surprised if it was because when i think about like those two drastically different cultures right yeah. in a mm-hmm. sense i'm like i feel like what connects it is there is this this outlaw this kind of like very raw and rugged what you see is what you get and we are about doing what we do and getting things done how we mm-hmm. see fit we're not following traditional rules. And I think that was the whole allure of cowboys in general. Like you just have this gun slinging, breaking law, doing what they got to do or whatever. And anytime, I think for the most part, and sometimes it may not be the best um, stereotype, <laughs> um, but we we see somebody who's like Haitian, Jamaican, uh, Islander come on the scene and it's like bad boys too. They are off <laughs> the fucking chain. Almost every single time. I haven't seen a calm Jamaican in that sense. (laughs) It's always been like, I can get it started if you want to get it started. Even Bob Marley shot the sheriff. (laughs) This is his his second, because the other one, um, I think it has Erykah Badu in it. I can't remember Mm -hmm. the exact title of it. But this is James Samuel's second uh, Black Western a he was an executive producer on the other one mm. so yeah yeah mm. it was yeah michael k williams yep that's that's who was in it and i like that the uh, pictures you showed earlier were going viral so people could understand we we've literally in more than one way been erased from all kind of little facets of history mm-hmm. and whether it's this or there was a really cool youtube video yep. i saw about a year or two ago that was talking about all of these um um black women that in different ways made it to court over in England and other places where you don't see these Renaissance black men and women. And you don't see us in those guards, like that garb. And I was like, that is like mind blowing to see us in that light because they're like, you get this or that. And it's like, that's not our history. It's not Africa slavery. And then now it's, it's so much more than that. It is so much more. So I like that we're getting stuff like this because it's so unique and, um, and it's educational and I love Very that we can tell so. the younger folks, uh, the 30 undercrowd, the TikTokers. Absolutely. The TikTok I love that we has. can tell them like, hey, this wasn't like made up shit. Like this is real shit. This mm-hmm. is real. Yeah. yeah. When I can, when I was going to turn around and say, hey, Baz Reeves was that dude. Like mm-hmm. you had, like he was a Texas marshal. Like he had people mm-hmm. coming to him saying, hey, we can't find such and such. We don't know how to talk to this tribe. We don't know who. We- I got this. Don't worry. I'm and the way he was shooting at the end, I was like, he don't miss. He like he Drake, miss. he don't miss. He don't miss. Mm-hmm. He don't miss. <laughs> he walked out there, but that was insane. Walked out there wide open. I was like, you ain't hiding behind no stage coach. I'm concerned. And this man, <laughs> bow, bow, bow. I'm like, what? <laughs> Look, what? This, this is a testament to his character. When he walks in the stage coach, when he walks in the Mary Saloon, and Kofi looks at him like, 
oh, I know who you is. <laughs> like, Basically, trying to get him to get his gun, and he's like, "Don't play with me." He's like, like, "That's I'm not, not happening." I'm not playing with you. (laughs) And even telling people, like, I love those characters, no matter what movie or TV show they're in, that are like, look, I know I got, I know I'm bad, but I don't even want to take it there. Okay. Just leave me alone. I'm trying to chill. You don't want the smoke. I love those characters. Yeah. Great great film. I found the comic. Yeah, there it is. I knew. There we go. I saw this over at a Walmart. I believe I, I, it was a uh, it, it was a a a setup of comic books, and I had to do a double take. And um, this wasn't the 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 um the cover that I saw it was a close up of his face, and I was like Bass Reeves. I was like, whoa, they made a comic book off of him, and mm-hmm. I was like, I was almost tempted to get it. Maybe well, I'll go back and probably might just pick it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in other news, we actually had we just had the release of uh, Eternals, and yeah. Here's another a fine example of people of color. Now, if you look at the bottom, this is how they originally looked, you know, with the right. exception of Kingo. They all look pretty much white, you know, European. Yeah. But yeah. I love how they bring in and they change certain roles and they change uh, genders on top of that. And yeah. to show, hey, like you got Salma Hayek, you got Lauren uh, Ridolph, you know, Brian Tyler here, Tyron Henry, Don Lee. Kamali, this dude. <laughs> one, he steals the show. Uh, so he's he funny anyway. Yeah, he, he really is. He really is. Um, it goes to show you that we, our time is now. Mm-hmm. It has always been, and yes, you know. And a shout out to Chadwick again because y'all saw what we did with Black Panther, and so now you really more so than ever, cannot deny us. You can't put us, and, and this is no shade against Tyler Perry, but you can't do this thing where it's like, oh, that's a black film and it belongs over there. Um, and it's like, no, we're universal and our stories matter, our representation matter. It will never stop mattering. And this doesn't need to become like a shocking thing. It'll be nice if we can live to see the day where this is like the norm and yes. where it's truly a blind casting, uh, when it needs to be blind casting, because we don't want to yeah, get too yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, but when it needs to be blind casting, deciding this is the the best person for the role i will say this though um eternals was just i for me dog that's Mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with um the casting because i was cool with that um Mm -hmm. i think there was not the chemistry between each character like i'd like like i feel like every character had chemistry no matter how they were jumbled up and the harder they fall Mm -hmm. i didn't feel that with eternals depending on who was with what group some people kind of disappeared in the scene to me and I didn't necessarily like that because even if you don't have dialogue, case in point, Angelina Jolie sometimes wouldn't even say shit, but she she had presence. Um, I felt the same way about and I and I had to eat crow a little bit. I posted it on Twitter too because when I first heard she was cast, I said, "Look, she tired, she washed, I'm good," and she ended up being my favorite. <laughs> like I'm obsessed <laughs> over Athena. I really am because the way she played her basically her anxiety attacks or PTSD those moments were so good, and I'm just here like, you had, here you had you and Gilgamesh, boy. I'm like, I cannot like. I will give them, so I will good. give them that that they mm-hmm. they all had these these cosmic entities who had these very human mm. emotions, these right. very human experiences. When when Fastos gives them the technology and they do the damn bomb for Hiroshima, and he breaks mm. down like. 
that is not that was why a great I gave moment. you the check for this. Mm. He was like, I have no faith in humanity now. That type of stuff. I was living for that type of stuff because it was like, yeah, you're you're seeing there, like you said, Angelique, uh, Athena, well, Athena, her. Yeah, she her said, PTSD, drop the A, boom, drop the A. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Her, 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 her PTSD, her the way she was reacting to stuff, and like she would freeze up. You know, Don mm. Lee's Gilgamesh. You know, the way they mm. really played these roles, really. Marvel just knows what the fuck they're doing. I'm just sorry. Mm. They they they, mm. they know how to get that human emotion. Right. Out, they, they find the right people. They to do did. It. Although, you know what else I didn't like about the movie? The movie just felt like, in my opinion, it felt like this movie has to happen so we can get to the next one. That yeah. to me, the movie was yeah. giving me vibes of mm. you need this. It's a stepping stone movie. It wasn't one of those mm. movies where I felt like with um the next spider-man i have to see it um multiverse of madness i have to see that i didn't feel like i had to see this but it was like "Mm, i need to see it so i can Mm -hmm. you know get bits and pieces of these characters that are coming about or whatever shout out to the stark brothers it's nice to see (laughs) y'all back together again (laughs) although it was weird as fuck to hear you say you love cersei i ain't gonna lie that was weird it was weird my wife looks at me me, she was like why are you laughing that's it because now the stark brothers are back together but it was very weird for the emotions for seriously she's like huh i said game of thrones reference you should have been there yeah <laughs> definitely should have been there i'm like this is really awkward um and i and as beautiful as that woman is that played um cersei i just oh, she was Jim another Chan. one i i Jim couldn't Chan. in this role i couldn't connect with her and this I'm like, why? Second, this is her second Marvel film, and well, she's the yeah, yeah. she's the technically the main female, yeah. uh, the lead role. I'm not even saying the main mm-hmm. female. It's technically, to my opinion, you're the lead role, and I just I could not connect. And I'm like, why mm-hmm. am I not connecting with you? Why do mm-hmm. I feel like you're not really connecting with the audience? Like you're a person, in my opinion, you needed this cast around you because I don't think you could have carried a whole movie. Yeah, not not it now. It's not. It doesn't mean not ever. But it's like mm-hmm. you didn't have it for me. Like there were a couple <laughs> of characters where I'm like, uh, you could have went, you could have went, you could have went, and this movie still would went about his business. I don't mm-hmm. feel that way about the harder they fall. I'm like, everybody was needed. Mm-hmm. All those puzzle pieces were needed. This one was like a little shaky for me. So I was like, well, it was still good. And I'm always here for the fact that bottom line, we got the representation. So I'm yes. always here for that and making the clear people that don't like it very upset. <laughs> yeah, you know, so in going before we get out of here and I get to HB's, you know, getting him to tag where he's at. Mm. Back to the the harder they fall. I can't talk about that film enough mm. because so it was ready. something. It was something we really. G Black, what's going on? Yeah, he <laughs> said you guys are exactly right. I had aspect, but it felt short in terms and stakes regarding the characters themselves. And, and his yeah, mm. and then shout out to G Black. I just got done talking about you. I said our opening theme song goes so hard, and I love it so much. I do not get tired of it. So thank you for doing yes. that. Fun. Once again, always. But uh, but yeah, the, the characters and the th- the harder they fall. Not only I'm one, I'm glad that these are real characters for out of the. 10 that we've seen, I knew of four of them. And I'm glad that we get more. I want to see more. You know, me and Candy, we are huge, huge fans of Lovecraft Country. And mm-hmm. to see Johnson been how, killing it. Whew, he's he's gonna he's the it that man, man. 21 and 22. And I love that he is not a fame whore. He does not care about IG 
the red carpet, really none of that shit. He, him and Lakeith and some other people seem mm. to be like, we're here for the job and then we're going about our business because you don't hear about their mm. personal lives like that. You don't no. hear the drama. It's like, it's the craft. And I, I love that. I love that about them. This was a very uh, much touted fit. And we spoke about it like when we seen the teaser trailer earlier this season, well, earlier in the year. And I said, I'm like, yo, that the the day that drops, we might mm-hmm. have another issue like what it did when Netflix a- appeared with a uh, Luke Cage and like it was the servers went down or something. Mm-hmm. Like, Not the servers. <laughs> it. The servers went down the, the, the day that Luke oh, Cage man. premiered. The weekend that Luke Cage premiered, the servers went down on Saturday because so many people was watching Luke Cage. Oh, you know, man. but but that goes to show you we have stories to tell. Yeah, you know we we all got and and like Candy B said, our history isn't just Africa slavery and then now it's not. Yeah, it's it is so much more in between. It is so layered and complex to most degrees. And let's face it, like ninety percent of what is being used in this world today, we did that. You know, so we need that. We need to hear that. We need to hear those stories. We need to see more of our representation being presented, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, people might like, like you said earlier, you know, people were uh, uh, upset about stagecoach Mary not being the right color. Like, look mm-hmm. right now, that's not a battle we need to be having. Yeah. <laughs> like we I need would to, say we not need... in this film. It made sense when they film, decided right. to cast Zoe um, mm-hmm. as uh, who was she cast that? And everybody was like, why did y'all do that? I'm, I'm trying to remember. Gosh. Oh, oh, I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget. Oh, oh God, I forget. Saldana. I feel so bad. But, Zoe Saldana uh, was cast as somebody that she shouldn't have been. Yeah. And they darkened her skin, and that was not a good look. It was like, Maya Angelou, yeah. wasn't it? Wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. It was something like that. don't have to yeah. do that. But other than so, that, yeah. this wasn't, you it, know, fight your, fight your battles. But was, what were you about to say? I'm sorry. But this is something, this is something where we really need to keep this ball rolling you know yeah you know you've seen how we turned out for black panther and you're seeing how we turned out for lovecraft country now you're seeing how we turned out for the harder they fall and we're here for it like we want that you know uh marcy martin who plays diane on blackish youngest freaking executive producer (laughs) in hollywood right now um so great so even she says it she was like i'm ready to tell our stories and I don't want to tell our stories of pain. She doesn't want to do slave stories. She doesn't want right. to do those type of. And I right. commend and congratulate her on such a thing because we do get tired of seeing that. There's you so know, many you, you stories were... to tell. So many stories to tell. Yeah. And and I have to once again, I have to really applaud um, uh, the creator of uh, Boston Metaphysical Society for including. Uh, a, a person of color, a black inventor, Granville T. Woods. Kids, look up Granville T. Woods and his inventions. I mean, he was the one that went to court against Thomas Edison and won twice because mm-hmm. it was because it, there was just irrefutable evidence of that telegraph being his invention and was. Oh, nothing. Nina Simone, got it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Struggled yeah. with that. And, um, you know, there, there's so many great stories to tell. I mean, they have, do you realize if it's well-written how bananas a Heroes for Hire movie would be? Yes. A, 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 a true Luke Cage and Iron Fist 
film. If they, it, it, it can be done. And 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 okay, all right. It's nice that we have a a a, a, a Valzad. That's nice and all. But what we really need, ladies and gentlemen, boys, <laughs> we and need girls, John Stewart. We need, we need a John Stewart. Stewart. We need a John okay. Stewart. Okay. And we need a freaking blue freaking Marvel. Please get him out there. Good Lord. Blue Not going to lie. I thought he was going to say Blue Beetle. No. I, we, no. We, were, we, thought, we thought we were so close. <laughs> we thought we were so close with uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Ant-Man. We thought we were so close. Yeah. Because we were just like, yeah, he... He wouldn't have to be the blue Marvel that we know now, but yeah. it could be something uh, a little, but he wasn't, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> like, but we need uh, that. We need I that. Think, I think they'll, they'll get there because just like they're anticipating a certain amount of fatigue when there's just something that's taking over in the industry. One thing that I think we're getting closer and closer to is just like, white actor and actress fatigue like we're tired of seeing the same faces do the mm -hmm. same things when it's like mm, somebody else could have done this it does not always have to be this is the standard um and i like that they're attacking award shows because when we don't like that i like that they as soon as a movie come out they'll be like uh it's white i mean they shut i still can't believe the way they shut down ghost in the shell baby that was epic oh they shut uh, that wow. oh my god that was epic i'm wow. like wow this this these are moments where i can tolerate social media because i'm like this is what you can use it for Use this it for moments like this. This is mm. what the cancel culture power is for. Yeah. For this other stuff. No, nah, not, exactly. not, for, not for digging up interviews people did 27,000 years ago and tweets about. and stuff. Baby, I wish I would find something I posted on MySpace in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people man. better be mad. I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, you but know what? Anyway. Uh, you're right. You're right, G Black. I think, you know, hearing that Isaiah uh, Bradley story, Static Shock, Icon. Oh, Icon. Yes. Um, would love, I would yes. love to see those. Those, I would love yes. to see those. But before we get out of here, Mr. Gibson, yes. tell them where they can find you. Okay, before I do that, you, you didn't think that I didn't catch that tech nine. You saw my Dwayne the Rock Johnson impersonation, you threw in the tech nine with the rock in it. Yeah, so let me <laughs> try the promo. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> it's about no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we gotta stop. You. <laughs> the rock has come has back come to back. birds. I view <laughs> that is my favorite clip. thing you That's ever got. <laughs> or or do the millions. <laughs> millions and millions. Oh, okay. All right. I'll no, do, let him do it. Let him do it. I'll do I'll do my rock. Okay. Finally, the rock has come back. To blurred eye view. I <laughs> the Rock has heard the news, the fake news. <laughs> you hear about it all the time, fake news. The Rock has heard that some jabroni is running around saying that the Rock was dead. Well, let me tell you this: as you can plainly see, the Rock is very, very much alive. <laughs> but if the Rock ever finds out, and let me make this crystal clear and the rock means crystal clear <laughs> if the rock ever finds out who it is that's running around telling people that the rock is dead they're gonna know what it feels like to have a dead man's boot have that some bitch turned sideways and stuck straight up the candy ass if you smell <laughs> what the rock is cooking 
And that <laughs> was brought to you That's by Tara Monica. <laughs> it is brilliant. I love it. Brilliant. H.B. Gibson on Instagram. I know you got to wrap up. H.B. Gibson okay. on Instagram. Uh, you could also catch me, H.B. Uh, Gibson, on YouTube for the H.B. Gibson podcast. Also, the X Zone. That's Zone spelled with an X. The X and Zone. Zone spelled with an X. It's a geek talk. You can also catch the X Zone on Instagram. I have some uh, some episodes uh, on the Instagram that are very, very near and dear to my heart where I talk about classic arcade games. It's called the uh, uh, the X Zone Retrocade. I talk about uh, you know some of the some of the old video games from way back in the day. I love talking about old video games. It just brings back that old that old feeling. Uh, big okay. shout out to everybody over at Barcade downtown Newark. I'm, I'm going to come and see you. Uh, let's see. Uh, you can reach me uh, at HB Gibson on Facebook and also HB Gibson Podcast also on Facebook. And look out because he's coming back. I have my own superhero, Mace Man. Mask, yes. armor, cape, EVA foam, man, the cosplay crusader. He will be returning soon. Okay. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. And before we get to you, Candy B, I do want to show some of his stuff. Uh, here, here's his uh, Shazam. Here we go. This is Shazam. Uh, or oh, I'm sorry, Black, Black Adam. Black sorry, Adam. Black Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your blade. No, that's wait. Uh... No, that's not your blade. That, that's uh, Riddick. I'm sorry, that's Riddick. Riddick. No, it's who yeah. he says it is. It's Blade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your mama call you Blade. I'm gonna call you Blade. <laughs> No, I was Everybody, not Mace everybody. Windu. I, I did not call myself Mace Windu. I just called myself. I was just a Jedi. I did not go out for calling myself Mace Windu, but that's what I've been called. So, right. <laughs> but this is my favorite right here. This is this right. is my favorite. Oh this, yeah, this Nick. Yeah, I just moved a banner out the way. See it, my Nick. It, it look yeah. look how it's spelled. I love how it's spelled, and I the think Nick, that's yeah. dope. It's Nick <laughs> because Fury. it's very Star Wars. It's very Star Wars. Yeah, I I, uh, I crossed over, uh, you know, Nick Fury with uh, with Star Wars. That 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 brown jacket is actually a jacket uh, that's worn by Cassian Andor and from uh, mm -hmm. from Rogue One. And Andor is coming soon on on uh, uh, Disney Plus. Uh, I also bought the uh, the the Han Solo uh, gun and the and and the you know the the belt and the holster and the, the Jedi boots and everything. And I don't care what anybody says. I posted that picture way before they started filming. Solo. Now I want you to look at that costume. Oh, here we and go. Look at Solo. I hear a Where's those residuals? Coming. Where's those residuals? Is that a lawsuit? Candy mm, B. I'm with it. I'm all in the in the courthouse apparently because I'm gonna be supporting Mr. Gibson. Thank you. <laughs> I'm here to represent Mr. Gibson. <laughs> I'm cosplaying a lawyer today. <laughs> Cosplay lawyer. <laughs> It'll be a mixture of like Elle Woods and like a little bit of Olivia Pope. It'll be a mess. Um, <laughs> but we'll win. We're winners. Um, yeah. You can find me at Candy B Cosplay. You'll see the name if you're watching the video. But if you're not. Candy spelled with an I can day and then cosplay after the B E E. Also, follow my adult prom page because as nervous as I am to start doing these things, I I'm have so to glad start you have very I'm, I'm so glad you have great pronunciation because <laughs> that that could have went ugly. Oh, <laughs> shut up. 
That could have went really ugly. <laughs> it could have, but I was like, yeah, come follow my adult page. Well, you know, if I get into that, because times is hard, and I have a teenager, and he eats everything. Um, yes, G Black, if you need one, I got you, boo. Um, but at Adult Prom Cleveland, but I just did the CLE, because, you know, we're cool. We abbreviate. And then I have at Candy Bee Parties, because I'm going to start doing little tea parties, princess parties, things like that to get the bag. But also I think it's just important to have that little bit of representation in the little color girls lives. So if you want the black Cinderella, the black bell, the black, whatever Moana, cause that is one of my favorite movies ever. I'm going to be there for the girl. So I'm very excited about getting into that next spring and then general event planning. So follow me there. I'm going to get better with tickety talks. I'm awful. Um, but my Twitter, it's, it's awful. I have so many like things saved in my draft because I'm like, oh, I can do this dance. I can do this transition. And I never post it. Um, but I'm Candy B Cosplay on Twitter and on, um, I just said a TikTok as well. And then you can't find me on Facebook like that unless I really fuck with you. So don't. Don't, don't, don't bother. Do no and, bother. I won't, and, and I won't be crashing any of the tea parties. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> no, you can't. You just got to put me on. Just let people know. Anybody that got a kid kid or hell, if it's a teenager, I'll show up. <laughs> uh, you can follow us at the link tree. Just go to the link tree. Blurred's eye view all one word. But you can also find me, IG, Chris.Fury1. Uh, also, Blurred's eye view all one word on IG. You can check out Blurred's eye view podcast on, on Facebook and the Blurred's eye view podcast on youtube and anywhere you listen to your podcasts uh be sure to check us out on zippy stream we're doing everything a little bit of everything we even have the website where that's going still um but mr gibson hp gibson yes, so cool was, so fun. thank you so much Ken. thank you so much thank you chris i really really appreciate it. thank you for having me on appreciate it, it was it. A, it was a pleasure talking with this uh this topic with you you know i knew he was a perfect fit actually just uh -huh. just works together for the for the good uh, i do enjoy it all uh, things work together for good let's yes. go yes. Yes. let's go let's let's try to work this purpose <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I do love this <laughs> it's about drive it's about power there yes. you go I want to thank our guest HB Gibson for coming on and telling everybody where he can find you can find him. As I said, so before. entertaining. Yes, thank check you, the link tree you. at the bottom. As I said, for all the uh, uh, latest and greatest in the geek news and more, uh, you can always check us out. Blurs Eye View every Tuesday at eight thirty, where we provide a safe space for blurs everywhere to showcase their talent, skills, and talk topics as only we can. And until next Tuesday, when we talk with another geek. With another blur, remember to re entertain yourself and others, educate yourself and others, and most of all, encourage yourself and others. I'm Chris Fury, and we are out.